Hey there, and welcome to the daily podcast where wisdom smacks us with kisses or love taps. I'm Michelle Spiva, a wisdom strengthening coach, your host, and practical priestess of wisdom. Join us daily to gain wisdom and mental strength as we tackle innovative thinking, address emotional and behavioral life traps, and yes, provide you with some practical how-tos to wrap it all up. So settle in or crank up the speed 2x, whatever gets your mental processes firing as we dive in. Stay tuned. Wow, did you see how she just fell down those stairs and got right back up? I know, I couldn't have done it. I would have stayed down, held up a white flag and said, I'm done. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, your practical priestess of wisdom. And I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So you know how we do it around here. We are about to get into some good stuff. And so come on, stick with me as we talk about what happens when eventually you fall. So stick with me as we talk about how to fall. I'll see you in a few seconds. Let me ask you a question. When's the last time you uh, attended a seminar or read a book on how to fall? Or maybe you had a class on how to fall. If you're like me, you probably didn't see anything like that growing up. But I am pleased to say that I did have those things in my life. They just weren't made for the public. You see, I had a grandmother full of wisdom and she was so gracious to share it with us in ways we understood. And there were many things that she taught as she would cook and we would sit on the bar stools of the little L shape in the kitchen, uh, listening and learning uh, both how to cook and how to live life. And there were things that stood out to me about life lessons. One of them being that everything is cyclic from our seasons to our reasons. Everything is in a cycle and a circle and what goes around comes around. And so there was this saying that she used to say all of the time that really stuck with me. And she would say this, be careful who you treat on your way going up because they will surely be the ones you see again on your way coming down. And she was saying in context in various ways, sometimes in warning, sometimes in uh, retribution, and sometimes in just be careful and enjoy, uh, you know, as you're going. And it, it was amazing how she was so able to convey this to us at different ages, young uh children, as well as when we got into those rebellious teen years and even into college. And so I was very grateful to have that in my life. And the other day I was uh, working and going through uh, some stuff. And I'll just be honest, I got some news that I did not like. (laughs) Oh boy, did I not like it. And I was like, oh gosh. And just in that moment, I was like, hmm, well, this is a 
fall <laughs> because it, it, let me just say it, the, the news is not good. And it's like, okay, righty. And so I, I, I thought back on what my grandmother said because her words come back to me all the time, just like she said they would. She said, when I'm long and gone, you'll still be hearing my voice telling you this stuff. And God knows I am so glad. And so it was about how to handle the fall. So if you'll permit me, and thank you for letting me pay a little homage to my grandmother while setting this up for you as to how this came about to talk about how to fall. I appreciate that. So let's get into it because there are some wisdom smacks and I'm so grateful for wisdom. Hallelujah. All right. So let me just say this. Everyone is always concentrated on climbing, exceeding, uh, reaching your peak, getting to the mountaintop and all of that. And I have done podcasts about uh, mountaintops and waves. I've talked about um, ascension, success, climbing, succeeding. And now it's time to talk about falling, failure, (laughs) and things that don't go right. And I want to tell you this, one of the things that I have been uh, really acutely aware of is this, that once you get to the mountaintop, a lot of times it's hard to get back down. Now, like I said, I talked about in a recent podcast, and um, I I talked about the wisdom of the waves, W-A-V-E-S, in case you don't understand through my Southern accent. But I talked about the wisdom of the waves and I talked about a collision that they had last year on the top of Mount Everest with people climbing up. And there's so many people in this little small window of time trying to reach the summit that they had inexperienced climbers who were up there who were not able to go back down um, in the, uh, as easy as it was for them to get up there. So a lot of them were stuck. A lot of them were freaking out. And a lot of them were causing unnecessary accidents. But eventually those who could got down and those who didn't, oh, well, God bless them in their souls. And I don't mean that to be cruel. I'm just saying. And so I just want to ask you to picture, visualize, or even pretend that you have climbed up. Say you've climbed up to the top of uh, the roof of your house. And just say, for instance, you have a two-story roof. You know, you got to go up there and check. There's maybe a, a nest of something up there. The gutters need to be cleaned or whatever. And you get up there, you go, you're looking for the, the situation and you get to the peak of uh, where the, the roof is. And you have to sit down to kind of like reach where the, the uh, issue is. So you sit down and you reach over, you clean it out and everything. And all of a sudden you're done and you sit back up only to look down and see how far off the ground you are. And if you're like most people that are not used to heights, it will, it will humble you and you'll be like, oh my gosh. There are many studies that have shown that even when our feet are planted firmly on the ground, If we are told or put into some type of state where we believe that we are not on the ground, our balance becomes distorted, we start to wobble, and we don't trust our footing. Um, Like, for instance, if you put 
a piece of uh, rope on the floor and you tell someone, walk from one end of this rope to the other end without uh, falling over or, or, you know, whatever. The person would be like, sure. And they would take sure-footed steps and make it from one end of the rope to the other. But if you took that same rope and elevated it off the ground by inches, not even a foot, but by inches, and told someone to do the same, most could not. Now, yes, I know that equilibrium is a big issue and all of that, and it does and all of that plays into it. And I'm also going to say that it is a skill set that we all need to be aware of of how to negotiate when we're in the fall, when we are falling. And it's so important that it is part of our everyday cycle. Think about um, the seasons. When you have your winter, which is death, you have your spring, which is to spring forth from a resurrection. And then you have your summer, which is the maturity and the, the fullness of the life cycle. And then after that, you have your decline, which is your, you guessed it, fall. So why is it that we only want to focus on the spring and the summer and we are forced to confront the winter, which is death, but nobody wants to practice on how to make the best of the fall. And therein is, I would say, 25% of something that you're missing out on making sure that you get the best out of your life experiences. And so one of the things that, is so uh, curious about this, this sensation of falling is that it triggers our fears. It triggers our fear of death. It triggers our uh, humanity in that we are not birds. We can't fly. And it triggers the fact that we never want to go backwards. We are always forward thinking. Now, there have been times that I've talked about on this podcast, the um, hedonistic adaptation, where once you've obtained something, you want to continue moving forward or escalating or elevating um, the things that you've obtained. You know, you might start out with a tricycle, then you then you get on training wheels for a bicycle, and then you uh want to upgrade to something um, that's faster, maybe uh, an electric bike or a moped, then you want to go to a motorcycle and on and on you keep going up and up and up because we are built that way. But think about it. What happens if you get up to a, um, a glider, you know, something in the air and you have to get back down? Either you fall or you're you're busted back down, meaning you're fired, you're stripped of your abilities to do something. It's very hard for us. I think of people who have gone through traumas that I, I can't imagine even handling and how they have had to go through this. Think about a person who was able-bodied and, and able to uh, walk and run freely and by whatever has suffered the um, 
the 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 issue of losing their mobility where they might be wheelbarrow uh, bound or have to use assistance of a walker. That to me is uh, an example of how things are set up for us to naturally continue to progress further and further ahead. And I was thinking about all of this like a a few days ago. And then when I got that news the other day about how to fall, I sat there and I thought about it. I wrote it out to get all of that ooky out of me, the the fear and all of that kind of stuff that kind of comes in and tries to marble my brain. And I had to remember that this is part of the cycle, that you can't always shine all the time. Everything is not going to always be roses, but you can always learn something and continue to grow from it. There is this uh, riddle and I spent too much time trying to look for it. And I was like, nope, I don't have that much time to look for it. So I'll just mangle it and tell you guys about it. But it's a famous riddle where it asks a question of um, what has... uh, four, uh, then two, and then three. And I remember it being the lifespan of a person because when uh, we're born and we start to crawl, we crawl on all fours and then we learn to walk and stand on two feet. And then as we age, we have three because now there is a cane. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is simply the spring to summer to fall to winter uh, session over and over again. And I was just like, Michelle is so obvious. And I'm going to just tell y'all, me, I have to work on stuff. I wish I had that quick, quick where I can just see things and get things, but that's not me. But I will tell you once Once I work on it, once I get it, oh, baby, I've got it. And so learning how to fall is learning how to spot the seasons in your life in particular areas. And so I had to go back and try to get my bearings so that the news wouldn't uh, mess me up where I couldn't continue to function on other things. And I remembered something, and that is to keep the main things main. And, and learn to adjust and grow. Because another thing in regards to the way we're built, yes, we have that hedonistic adaptation where we want to constantly go forward. But boy, I tell you, we've got a great fallback game and that is our ability to adapt. Our human adaptability when taxed and charged is a superpower unto itself. And so I remembered to go back And I was like, what are your adaptability skills? And y'all, we've talked about adaptability quotients and how to get strong in those in many different podcasts. And I'm pretty sure we will continue to talk about them. But let me just talk a little bit about how to fall as gracefully as possible. And the main objective that we are tasked with when we come onto this earth is to survive and then thrive, meaning to multiply. And so... When we fall back, and that's another reason why you find that word fall back a lot of times in association with falling, we are going in a uh, a backwards motion away from our objective. And so to make use of that uh, to where it doesn't totally mess us up and wreck us, what we have to do if we're going to make, you know, any good of this is that we need to employ the use and understanding of gravity. 
Mm-hmm. Gravity, good old fashioned gravity. And so the first thing is, is understand that what goes up must come down. Yep, it must come down. Whether it is an airplane or a paper plane, what goes up must come down because it takes energy to defy the pull of gravity on this third rock from the sun that we inhabit. And just by understanding that, that you can't float forever, Michelle, you can't be on top forever. You got to know what season it is. And thankfully, you got someone uh, willing to give you the information so you don't have to learn it, you know, painfully (laughs) that this is the season where you got to learn how to fall gracefully. Okay. And so that was one of the things that I had to remember that gravity is still real and in effect and that I am working. I'm still working as a human being to to survive and thrive or AKA multiply. And so that was my ding, ding, ding wisdom smack, uh, smack to be able to figure out how to fall gracefully, how to fall and, and share it with you. And so I thought about it. There are things that don't have wings that fall that we can take note of. And I considered the humble bubble. Yeah, the bubble. And I like the bubble because the bubble floats and when you blow a bubble, if you just think about watching little kids blowing bubbles, the physics of it, the beauty of it, and the wisdom of it is all very powerful. When they blow the bubbles, if they blow it upward, the bubbles surge up into the sky. And once they surge up into the sky, what do they do? They glide. They glide a little bit. They, they, they move away from the origin point. They cover some distance. And it's almost like an arc, a beautiful arc. And once gravity starts to take hold, they're already very light, so that gives them a little hang time. But once gravity inevitably starts to take hold, they start to descend. But unlike most things, they do not fall in a direct vertical descent. Nope. They glide down to the ground. And if you've ever watched a uh, a, a perfectly spherical iridescent orb that uh, is robust enough and the weather conditions, the wind conditions are right, you can actually see it land and still keep its shape when it hits the ground or the or even um, grass blades. Those I get a kick out of. And so let me break this down. Let me give you a little wisdom smack that I got with regards to how to fall. And that is, of course, you guessed it. Be as much as you can like a bubble. And that is to understand that a bubble is able to float, but it has also mastered the art on how to land and be grounded. When given the opportunity and the conditions are right, you mean I mean no opposing forces acting against it, a bubble even though it's delicate can ascend, can travel and then can gracefully arc down and land without popping or being diminished. And it's it's oh my gosh, it's powerful. And so I looked at that and I was like How to fall does not mean that I have to go splat. Like in the A part, I was actually talking about a time when um, 
Beyonce was coming down some stairs and the poor deer fell. But she did it so gracefully and got right back up. Like nothing happened. Like I was blinking my eyes like, did anybody else see that? And I asked my friend. They were like, call my friend. I was like, did you see that? And she's like, yeah, girl, but I would have, you know, and that's what I told you about the white flag. And I was like, wow. And it only came to me, you know, the memory of how this fall happened when I was uh, thinking about how to convey to you the wisdom smack of how to consider falling um, like a bubble and how Beyonce, I guess she had done this so long that, yep, she tripped, she fell, she bounced back up. And that's the next thing I want to say is that you need to have some buoyancy and uh, resilience. We've talked about resilience on this um, podcast. And thank you to that person who reached out to me to tell me the uh, takeaways that they got from that one. Yes, resiliency does make you invincible and it does prepare you to get major results. If you haven't checked that one out, you guys go and check out the podcast we recently did on um, resiliency. Uh, But yes, so in order to be able to uh, fall well, you want to consider uh, making your fall as graceful as possible by making it in an arc, you know, riding it out as long as you can to take the coefficient forces away that will cause you to crash. And that's what a bubble does. And a bubble is so good at that bubble will ride that arc such and, and, uh, coast on down to a graceful landing instead of crashing. And, In order to do that for us, we need to make sure that we strengthen our ability to be resilient. The thing that I like about resilience is that it is part of what we come prepared for to handle the fall. Resiliency is what gives us our elasticity and our bounce back. Oh, yes. We're not made to just simply crash and be done and die. No, we are made to be able to fall gracefully and to be able to bounce back up where we become invincible, where yes, we have our rises and we have our falls, but they are, like my grandmother said, cyclical and what goes up must come down, but what has come down can bounce back up. And so being able to be resilient makes it, are you ready for this? Makes it where you're able to be grounded and centered when you're down. I can look back on my life and see how many times when I fail, I failed. So when I fail, F-A-L-L, I failed, F-A-I-L-E-D, because I wallowed around, had temper tantrums, and then had the nerve to think that there was something wrong with me because I didn't like this particular part of the life cycle. I must be uh, wrong. Something must be wrong with me or the elements or whatever, because I'm not supposed to ever have to come down. I'm not supposed to ever, you know, miss the mark or not, you know, stay on top. And that was stupidity and immaturity. And now that I'm learning that when you are up and you are high, you are able to do great things in the sky. But when it is time to come back down, it is going to take, first of all, it's going to take a lot of fortitude and courage. Because remember, 
Just like that person that is up on the roof of their home and it's time to climb back down. Our equilibriums get off. We get shaky. There becomes a bit of fear, fear of death that we have to endure. But when we remember to be as light as a bubble, when we remember to make our descent as graceful as possible and not just freak out and go in a vertical descent down to a crushing splatter and instead understand that we can gracefully land, that we can have resilience to be grounded and centered and be able to bounce back up once we get down there. To me, that helps us to be able to deal with this part of the life cycle. And so like being like a bubble, graceful going up and going down is very powerful. And the reason why I want to talk about this how to fall is because after fall, what comes? Winter. Now, at the time of this recording, we are smack dab in winter. And winter means either death or transition. Uh, transition from what was before. And there's a specific line of demarcation. It is kind of like BC and AD. And that is when we're in this death time of winter. It is so that we can transition to something new. And I had to start reminding myself that every year we have a dying season. We have death every year during winter. And we need that to give ourselves, to give nature and the environment time to rest. That is a lot of reason why we equate death with rest, with peacefulness. And if we're so busy trying hard to stay only in the spring and summer time of our life, we never get a chance to learn how to gracefully descend, how to take our peace and our rest. And that is the next wisdom smack that happened as I was trying to deal with and process this, as I thought, bad news. And I was like, no, you're learning how to fall gracefully because after that, if you play your cards right, you get some peace and some rest so that you regroup and you get to transition. Because part of that resilience and being able to bounce back means that after you've become grounded and acclimated to where you are on your grounding, you gained or regained the strength and the power enough to bounce back up, to go back up. And this time, if you do it right, you can do it better, higher and longer. And it just amazes me. I think about uh, little shows as uh, we were kids that I would watch. I remember Winnie the Pooh and Tigger and Tigger bouncing about and like a pogo stick on his tail. And uh, I think about uh, all the different hippity hoppity characters and and just watching how they went through these arcs of up and downs, constantly moving and even ascending, hopping up to higher heights, taking a rest on the next plateau, and then hopping again, gathering their strength. And I, I wanted to have a duh moment because it was like, it's all around us. How to fall is all around us. Whether it be in the cartoons that we looked at uh, and watched as little kids, or if we look around in nature, or if we just look around at uh, the things that are all about us, what goes up must come down. Even birds I've seen walking on the ground, pecking and uh, looking for their food. 
I was like, everything is meant to go through this cycle. And so in our last few minutes that I'm talking with you, I want to ask you to consider some things. And that is, I want you to look and see how do you handle your fall, falls in your life? Do you fight against them? Do you think that they are bad omens or bad news? Or do you have wailing sessions where you cry out, why me, oh Lord? Can y'all tell that's what I've done <laughs> in the past? Or do you embrace them for the wisdom that they are? Do you understand that they are part of the process? They are a needed part of the process. And that instead of dreading them and doing them horribly, that you can take examples from the dear bubble of how you can turn your falls instead of to vertical descents of crashing into graceful arcs of landing. And when you land, you can be resilient and gather enough energy to bounce back, that to me is powerful. And this is what I learned um, going through some of my previous falls and even with the one that I'm going through now. And that is, it is always better to be grounded than to be flighty. Because if you are flighty, you have no sense of how to be stable in, in, the, in the good times. Think about a helium balloon that is not tethered to anything. It is tossed to and fro by the external environment. It is so, taken up to dangerous levels until the point where it is no more because the, uh, the coldness of the air and those upper um, elements uh, cause it to, yes, crash back down to the ground or disintegrate or whatever. And so I learned that it is good to understand how to have a fall because when you have a fall, you can practice on how to land and not crash. And each time you learn how to land and not crash, you become well-grounded. You're not that flighty individual who is uh, at the mercy of, of the external elements. You become elemental. You become solid and you become fierce in that every time you ascend, every time you bounce back up, you have a purpose and a knowing to take advantage of what you're doing. Understand that you're just part of a cycle and that in each part of the cycle, it has a purpose and it has a a blessed peacefulness in it that you can make the best of. And know this, that Once you go through your fall and then you get into your rest uh, during your winter, there is a reason because your spring is coming. And I don't know about you, but it takes a lot of energy, a lot of struggle, a lot of growing and a lot of new skill sets to spring forth into a newness. And so if you are in your fall or even in your winter, understand and know this, that wisdom says, Learn how to do it gracefully. Be thankful for the message of the timing. Learn how to be uh, able to to make use of the arc and the gravity instead of fighting against them. And when you land, be grounded, understanding that if you're going into a time of peaceful winter, rest up because when it is time to spring back, You're going to need all the energy you can take to make it and to keep moving forward. 
So guess what? Yeah, my time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Smiva, your practical priestess of wisdom with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. Don't forget to check the show notes and I'm going to see you, yep, tomorrow. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, Uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.